Happy Monday, everyone. Uh, welcome to new listeners and welcome back to the people who listened to our episode last week where we talked about the psychological effects of fast fashion. So uh, we talked about fast fashion and this week we will talk about the future of fashion, like our vision, what we want to do with the new norm. Um, let's see. Let's talk about the status of the sustainability in the fashion industry because like there's a lot of shady things happening but also a lot of positive things and we want to make it clear for you guys. Yeah. So, yeah, and before we start, we uh want to note again that uh we're working on it with a different setup. Yeah, we're not together. We, we're not recording together this week. We're She's recording with two side. mics. Yes. So, we want to see how that works. Um, so yeah, excuse any maybe like background noises of um, or issues regarding the audio. But yeah, if you have any tips uh, with this setup or with the audio in general, then feedback is always welcome, of course. Yes. Oh, and what I wanted to say was a small recap on last week. Last week we actually complained a lot, like we talked a lot about the negative parts of the fast fashion. But of course, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't complaining. Of course, it was more. No, yeah, more like showing what, yeah, the negative sides of fast fashion are. Yeah, but we were talking more about the negative effects, and right now we want to shift to the positive effects. So uh, probably this um, podcast will be very. This episode will be very, yeah, positive. I guess. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. So let's dive in. To this yes, week's topic. Let's go. Yeah, and I actually wanted to start um, by talking a little bit more about what the new norm actually is, because I feel like there's a little bit of confusion still about what we what we do and what we want to do. Um, so yeah, I wanted to touch base on that first. Yeah, let's do that. We both, of course, have a different vision. But, like, we do have one vision that we share for the new norm. And, after my opinion, you can always explain it best. Okay, so... (laughs) Because I I am a little bit too chaotic, so... yeah. Should I just uh, go ahead, then? Yeah, Yeah, of course. Well, thus far, we are a digital platform, um, which we want to use to bring questionable events to the surface and raise questions on like why these events are actually happening or you know why they've been happening for way too long um our main focus is sustainability but um that's because climate change in our opinion is one of the well maybe the biggest issue in the world and it's it's like an issue for everyone so um, shifting our mindsets and access to a more sustainable uh, and mainly respectful and mindful way of living will benefit everyone in the long run, in our opinion. And, you know, it, it isn't really a choice anymore. It's, it's just necessary to make this change. And yeah, rather sooner than later, of course. Yeah, of course. And, and like... Um after my opinion, what we want to say before, by the way, before we start going uh, further in this podcast, uh, it's okay to like make mistakes because that's what also something like for me, it's important to tell you guys, it's okay if you don't buy everything sustainable right away or if you 
make decisions that aren't sustainable. Like you can also learn from a lot of things. And I believe if you're open to learn, you will get like the good vibes to you. If you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, karma can be a bitch. Yeah, she can, <laughs> but she can also be very nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we just want to aspire to connect uh, or like we want to inspire people and we as a platform aspire to connect sustainable and innovative businesses and uh, other people who create with respect for the planet we live on. And we all want to encourage the change that's happening now and we want to like contribute to that change yes and like for me it's also important like a lot of people uh, have a sort of idea of what sustainability is you know like they have the idea that you have to live on a camping okay is it a camping you know like um, with a, yeah, a, with a campsite? tent campsite yeah. thank you and that you have like a tent and you have to catch your own fish or something you know like th- that's yeah. not like how it i mean that that's the ideal world of course if you think about it that's the most sustainable way but yeah, we evolved but in such aren't. a way that that's a, like a, a very big step like back you know we don't want to <laughs> yes. go back in time but we want to take aspects of like those good things that we used to do the way we used to live and yep kind of shape them in a way that we can use them in like the yeah current society yeah because like right now in the last few years there has been so much development in a lot of suspect like uh, subjects (laughs) thank you yeah and um but like why people also have the feeling like we have to go back but why not shift forward to the basics you know like um you can keep um growing and learning new things but go back to like the things that are they were that were good for nature and everything you know what i mean yeah yeah like um i don't know for example we have to like I guess the, the way we eat yeah and transportation yeah, definitely. Like we don't need that much meat. Like it's it's nice, well, for example, but I mean, uh, the way, to- yeah, the w- it's more about, in my opinion, with meat. That's a whole different topic. But the main yeah, yeah, issue course. is the way it's being produced. You know, it's not like I've seen a couple documentaries about um, people saying that meat can give you like cancer and. I'm that's yeah, the, very the, the questionable to me that I don't I haven't researched it but it seems a little like two-sided you know there yeah. are always like more sides to the story but the main issue is like the way it's being produced is not like natural you no, know if we went out and like hunted for our own food then you know <laughs> that would actually yeah. be the most sustainable way oh my god i imagine you hunting an animal <laughs> yeah i would right probably now. become <laughs> vegetarian but <laughs> no yeah like um and then going back to the topic of fashion like yep. it's it's crazy that fashion is one of the most uh, polluting industries you know like because i just saw an article by the way mm-hmm. and they said that uh, we like right now with the quarantine ID. Um, quarantine? 
sorry, Corona, yes. No. A lot of people... <laughs> Wait, uh, sorry. <laughs> you said like quarantine? Quarant <laughs> now I can't pronounce it anymore. Quarantine. quarantine. <laughs> okay, quarantine. whatever. You guys know what we mean. Yeah, okay. So with the COVID-19 problem, uh, they, uh, like, in, in the article, they said something about that the first thing we like that that we don't need anymore that was something um i i didn't expect that it was fashion like we first saved our money on fashion right now because a lot of uh businesses and companies and everything they are like it it is going that well and a lot of people don't have that much money anymore and the first thing they are skipping is fashion but it is the biggest bloating industry well it's not it is one of the one biggest of the biggest, one of the biggest yeah yeah i mean the the coronavirus took a really you know it took a hit on the economy and a lot of people lost their jobs so um and besides with all the restrictions you can't just like go out and go shopping for fun you just nope. shop for your basic needs and now you know it really shows that fashion i mean clothes as a as a thing are like a basic need i guess but fashion is not a basic need and it really forces yeah. fashion companies to like think about how you know how they can move forward and keep growing their business because shops are i mean like shopping like the physical shopping was kind of dying anyway and now it really like emphasized how important it is to like have an online presence and really invest in um yeah doing things more online but it also pushes companies to like be more sustainable because people are actually already like more conscious about um buying sustainable things especially because we don't really care about trends anymore because what are you gonna do? You're inside. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow, I didn't even thought about it that way. Yeah. Whoa. So now we're moving. Like, okay, now I need to buy some products that are good for like my wallet, mm -hmm. because in the end, like buying something good, it lasts longer. You know, we talked about it in the last episode, and um, but like, so now we're just focusing on buying like investing in something yeah. good wow oh i didn't even thought about it that way and you makes don't me very really happy like, actually yeah you, you, the mindless purchases are kind of disappearing because people are in like kind of survival mode you know yeah and they you want to have like save money for your basic needs like food is I guess the most important one in housing and if you just keep like mindless spending and there's not as much money coming in anymore like obviously there's gonna be a problem there yep so and yeah. seriously like at first also a lot of clothes were like just like we said um that they were made to dispose right to yeah. like throw away and i also think that a lot of people right now think like okay i don't really have that much money i'm not going to buy something oh that's also something a lot of people are like yeah but if i buy something right now within a half a year like people don't it's like the trend's gone it's just 
gone. Yeah, and, and we've been <laughs> inside for half a year already. Yeah. If not longer. So then you bought this thing. I mean, I have to be honest. I bought this one dress a long time ago and I haven't worn it. I mean, oh, I still wow. like it. I'm not going to throw it out. And it was like good quality, but I haven't worn it because I had nowhere to go. No, like no yeah. events or anything. And then the o- the other thing is like the clothes I do have. I really noticed that I have a couple of favorite pieces and mainly basics. And that's what I'm like drawn to now, you know, if I go out and if I have to like go to the grocery store for example i will basically wear the same thing like three days in a row nice joke yeah (laughs) yeah sorry um so yeah if we're like going back to the thing we were talking about first like our platform our digital platform the new norm Mm -hmm. it's like we want to go with that flow you know like of all of yeah. us going more like to the basics and wearing that like lovely tea you have, you know. We actually want to grow with the flow. It's yeah. easy, but it's true, you know. Yeah. We don't want to oh. just go with the flow because we don't want to get pushed in directions by society, but we really want to grow with the change that's yeah, happening. Yeah, definitely. And I think it's actually um, because I also want to talk about a bit like... Um, the psychological things like for instance the influencers and everything Mm -hmm. it's like um, that's also something I'm like why aren't they like pushing um, to go to sustainability you know like um, why aren't they making a small shift you know a lot of people like take things from influencers because of course they have a big influence on people and a lot of people look up to them because like they make good decisions most of the time so why aren't they just with baby steps you know why aren't they also trying with baby steps to do such things or make i feel like like some trends are you know i don't want to yeah yeah no no no, everyone is like the same way but yeah you're right like most most of them they address certain topics, of course, which is good. But with sustainability, I you're right. I haven't seen a lot of um, these influencers address that issue. No, and I also think I it's mean, nice climate change, for them. Yes, like, but yeah, yeah, definitely. But like with with small baby steps, you know, like they do their work in a good way. I don't want to m- make any assumptions. It's not, not an attack. Or no, 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 no. Definitely not. Like, they do their work. They do it good because, like, otherwise you're not an influencer. Yeah. Um, but, like, maybe... I think... Yeah, okay. I think we're going to that. But, like, maybe a company that is now changing their idea of how to uh, become more sustainable, maybe they could, like, have... Uh, collapse with influencers and something like that. Yeah. I hope, actually, that would be very nice. Well, the, I think the main issue is, I haven't done research on this, but what I'm assuming, the reason like behind not seeing a lot of uh, influencers promote these sustainability brands or sustainable fashion brands is because they're like most sustainable brands are relatively small compared to 
for example, I'm just saying like the most famous high fashion brand I know right now, Chanel or something, or like really big um, platforms, you know, most sustainable brands are small compared to them and they probably don't have the budget really to partner up with a lot of influencers. No, but like if you, um, because that's something I also want to address, if you uh like make um how do you say like if you split the high fashion and Mm -hmm. the fast fashion and with that i mean more like high fashion um just like you said for instance chanel they don't produce mass right they were always actually yeah like having a small way fast fashion or sorry high fashion works is um they they produce like the production is very uh what do you call it delicate you know it's not there goes a lot of like thought and um they focus more on quality you know and you can't make like a hundred thousand like super super high quality pieces in the way that they do it especially with high fashion it's more about having one statement piece but still you know the way that they produce it is um yeah relatively like a lot more sustainable than you know those big fast fashion multinational companies who really just mass produce who like copy the trend and then they mass produce it in like a shitty way (laughs) yeah it's really shitty the quality is just really shitty yeah but like it's so weird actually to see because I always was like I didn't knew it and after I did some research I actually mm-hmm. was like oh wow so the uh, high fashion brands right now by the way what I wanted to say too is mm-hmm. that right now they are shifting towards reusing and recycling so yeah. that's something very positive but I want to like come back to that later but um it's so weird that the fast fashion industry tries, just like you said, tries to copy something that the high fashion does, but then make a twist to it to make as much as possible, as cheap as possible, and to give like people sort of an addiction or something. Like how, where can we change well, yeah. that? You know, like it's when just tricky because. On the one hand, high fashion brands, and I mean like the really expensive ones, yeah, they are more sustainable in the way they produce, um, but they're not accessible because of the price tag. Um, yeah. But then, even though they produce, like most of them produce a bit more sustainable than like the fast fashion companies, mm-hmm. um, yeah. It's just, sorry, I completely lost track of my sentence there. Oh, no, no, it's fine. But wait, I can get back to it. Um, You were talking about... uh, I I remember. Nice. It it doesn't mean the the fact that they produce things in a more sustainable way doesn't mean that, you know, they are better than fast fashion. Because if you think about it, they're kind of like the heart or like foundation of what fast fashion does you know because they influence they set the trend like a company like h&m or zara 
they can try, but I'm pretty sure they won't be able to like create a trend that comes from the fast or the high fashion industry. The high, well, it's the fashion industry, but the high fashion part of the industry, they mm. create the trends because their um, their like fashion shows and seasonal collections come out first. So if you think about it, they are really they do like have an influence and and like I guess an indirect impact on um, you know how polluting the fashion industry is because if they didn't really like have these different trends every single season, then the fast fashion industry wouldn't have like a reason to you know produce, produce. another trend. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, I never thought about it actually that way. And because they like keep, you know, it's it's fine that they keep um, creating these trends because they produce in a sustainable way, but the price is so freaking high that like the average person can't afford like to buy one quality piece of a high fashion brand. And that's no. where the fast fashion companies come in they copy the trend because they're like okay this is trendy right now so people will buy it and then they create it in like crappy way which makes it cheaper and then a lot of people can actually afford that but they are like they want to be a part of the trend but it's so unsustainable that way yeah because uh, what I was also a little bit shocked about is that I saw somewhere... Oh, sorry, guys. If you hear something, it's my belly. Um, I heard something about that sustainable sustainability is the new trend. And then I, I just... My mind was... It was done. It blocked. It was like, <laughs> what's happening? Like, why is it a trend? trend? You know? Yeah. What's the next trend? Why is this... It's so weird. Why isn't this just... It should be the standard. It's not yeah. a trend. In a way, then, it's good that it's a trend, but yeah. Like before the trend's over, maybe the fast fashion, you know, is already trying to um, go after the trend. But like yeah. when high fashion, fashion brands stop with the trend, then the fast fashion also, like they will just follow along. And that made me so sad. So I was like, okay, what if the high fashion brands just keep producing in a sustainable way? And not producing, but like making more like soft and not too much. And I mean, yeah, they really should shift their focus on the production part of um, making and creating clothes, you know, and making that as sustainable as it can possibly be and kind of just leave the trends you know just stop fucking focusing on these trends and just focus on sustainable production so that fast fashion companies can also like learn from that and like think about the way they are producing and if they're not if there are no trends then they have no reason to like keep mass producing different items no and i also hope that the um, I don't know how to say it in English, but like that all the fashion, the whole fashion industry is going to be a little bit more honest. Because yeah. like... Or transparent, uh, maybe? Yeah, that's something that I also want to dive in deeper. Mm-hmm. Because, no, yeah, more like more honest about what 
is sustainable and what is not, you know, because a lot of yeah. companies have, and I don't mean it in a bad way, but a shady story like, we don't know if it's true or not, because mm-hmm. uh, like a few days ago, I was searching online for, I wanted to buy something. Yeah. And I was searching and looking for like a company that's familiar, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. but also sustainable and I couldn't really like I found something that looked sustainable for me but it didn't got very um, how do you say it um, they couldn't convince me so then I was like so it yeah. was just like the the, appar- the appearance was sustainable yeah but exactly but like yeah. if it isn't um, how do you say it if they can't convince me, mm-hmm. then I I understand that a lot of people are like, yeah, but why should I even buy uh, the shady sustainability when I can buy something very, something that's, much cheaper? You know, that's kind of the issue with the trend. Um, a lot of brands play it in such a way that they make their brand appear sustainable you know the aesthetics you have different colors and aesthetics you can use to like come across as if you're sustainable yeah but then that doesn't make you sustainable you know a good example is that i don't know if mcdonald's did that everywhere or just in the netherlands but the mcdonald's logo used to be i mean this is years ago but it used to be red with the yellow um m Yes. And then all of a sudden it got like, is it green and yellow or green and white? No. But in like, nonetheless, the red part became green and they like changed their whole, all the restaurants and the whole look of the restaurants with like wood and green. And they like place like fake grass everywhere. Oh, and like wow, they yeah. improved the, the oh, outside wow. playgrounds. But you know, they didn't change their products. McDonald's wow. didn't become healthy all of a sudden. It's still junk food. But they just, by changing the look, by just incorporating the color green, it makes people think that for some reason McDonald's is just like healthier now. But that's yeah. not the case. It's yeah, a real mind fuck, And that's what fashion companies do too. They really just use aspects of sustainability and mainly like aesthetic aspects to make their brand come across as more sustainable. Yeah, like they raise their sustainability level in like uh, maybe in a certain subject or something and then letting something else down, if you know what I mean? Like maybe they invested in the the way McDonald's looks, you know? Mm-hmm. But uh, saved their money by something else that's actually worse for the environment. Yeah. Maybe some clothing brands do it too. I don't know for sure. Of course, we can't. If uh, a brand really happens. like invest in the looks, you can. Well, you shouldn't assume, of course, but you can. One plus one is two. You know, if they invest in one part of the company a lot, like if they just invest a lot in like making the brand look better that can be like good for the quality you can't like invest in like all aspects at the same time so investing in making it appear better is actually 
the quality will not have changed. The quality is probably still the same or maybe even worse. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's so... Crazy. Why? Why do we do this, people? Let's go to something positive. And it's it can be so fucking simple, you know? I mean, al- of course, running a business is not simple. I'm not trying to simplify that <laughs> by any means. Nope. But people are like... or businesses are focusing so hard on like just fucking with our minds and investing in um like stuff that can impact us in a psychological way that makes us buy their product but why it's just simple you just have to like invest in more sustainable production and you don't have like yeah of course you want to make a profit but that especially with fashion it just shouldn't be the focus like it shouldn't be your focus to make a profit with something that just adds up to the landfill and that that's not good for anyone's wallet here it's not good for the environment and you know it's really fucking simple just stop making trends every every season or like even more often a year now yeah but um like while you were talking i was thinking about something Mm -hmm. like it's also i don't know in dutch we say the chicken and the egg story like where does (laughs) it start yeah because um for instance like if those big companies like i also want to uh see it from their point of view if the fast fashion companies you know the business if they try to shift Oh, I heard a car. Sorry. If they shift towards something more sustainable, like, okay, they have to invest more in uh, more expensive, like, products. But, of course, their pollution, yeah, yeah, will go down. So they will save on that. And um, because, like, if they... They don't have a big production, so the transport is much lower. Also, the cost... So, okay, let's say eventually you'll have a little bit more expensive products in stores, in the stores, you know. And, but then there comes the problem. People say like, I don't have the money for that, you know. Like people don't know how to save their money for something that has quality because people want more, more, new and more. But the thing is, if we, sorry, I... I'm just thinking about this now. So yeah. sorry if I interrupted you. No, but of course. Go ahead. If we shift our focus or our mindset in such a way that, you know, it's not focused on wanting more all the time. Yeah. Like if companies um, like dial down production by a lot. So that's not like mass production anymore. And they just simply create less of every item. Yeah, of course, they have to like like hang a um, more expensive price tag on that product but at the same time if we shift our focus you know our psychological like mental state to not wanting more and focus it on like investing in one good quality piece then i'm sure that people are willing to pay a little more for a piece that they can use longer because then they don't feel the need to keep up with trends and just like focus on quality or on quantity instead of quality. Yeah. If that yeah. makes sense. And then people will be like, yeah, but that's hard for me. But to be honest, 
I do believe in the strength of people, their mindsets being like, okay, you know, we can do this. But on the other hand, the companies could also just, yeah, I don't know if that works. Like, that's a tricky thing with change, though, because yeah, uh, when something changes, people always um, their first instinct is to resist. Like, you want things to be the way they are or they were. And you don't want change because and, it's and something it's new. Yeah. yeah, and it's lazy. Yeah. Like people, it's just like people lazy. hate to get pushed out of their comfort zones. Yeah. So and I understand yeah. because it's it's that's something like it's okay. Yeah. But you like with the fast fashion industry, it's if you just like uh, regard again t- of like. Uh, if we go back again to the uh, COVID uh, problem mm-hmm. uh, that we do can change if our focus is on something else, you know? Yeah, I mean, it takes a long time because I remember the beginning of COVID, everyone was like in shock Shopping. and that's of oh, course, yeah, Sorry. yeah, and like very everyone resisted the restrictions. And they were like, oh, I want this to be the way it was. And when is it going back? But you know what, people, it's not going back to the way it was. Things have changed and it's going to keep changing. And you might as well, you know, contribute to that and like kind of take that change into your own hands. So yeah, that you positivity. Yeah. And um, but I already noticed that. People are less and less focusing on, I want this to be the way it was. People just need to have time to adjust. Yeah. And I mean, we're home, so <laughs> we couldn't really do anything else. And then eventually we kind of adjusted to this situation. And yeah, yeah. it will happen when like COVID is over or when they found like a vaccine or whatever. When like this quarantine state of the situation kind of comes to an end things will be different and people will have to adjust but then eventually we'll get used to the new situation and that's what we kind of want to take not take advantage of in a bad way but because that change hasn't happened yet and it's gonna happen regardless we want to like be able to influence people and their mindsets and the worldviews in such a way that you know we can change the current standards of how we live so yeah we because don't like wanna, a lot of yeah that's something i also want to address um mm-hmm. because like people don't want to have the change or they feel awkward changing or like yeah. they aren't used to it and for me personally um this period actually made me see a lot of things in a positive way because i could like I was not uh, influenced by all the people surrounding me. I was more like, okay, what do I actually value? Mm. And it opened up my vision in a positive way. And that's something what I want to say, because like a lot of people actually um, have the feeling that this whole uh, Corona, uh, COVID thing... um, is something negative but why not make something positive out of it and that's something that of course we also want to do as the new norm but like 
Yeah, it we makes want to like make a different podcast more about the mindset about the virus and how it affects us and everything. So yeah, yeah. We also want to shift more to positive things. Or but things yeah, a positive, a positive episode about coronavirus because we read a lot of like negative yeah, uh, but like stuff already about this. Yeah, but like that's that's something personally. <laughs> I also see like a lot of people were like, oh yeah, I want to be 2021, you know, like I want mm-hmm. to go to the next year and this year's. And of course, I don't want to say that there didn't happen, happened a lot of bad things Mm -hmm. but we can make a change every day you know like we also always have our own decisions we don't have to wait till the next year to change because first of all things are not gonna be all of a sudden like magically different when like the clock hits midnight on uh (laughs) or what is it january 1st then yeah but we can already start making a change we don't have to wait for this year to end you know no, we can do it right away, you know, like in a positive way, just like that we started the new norm. Yeah. It was something we always wanted to do, the both of us. But like we uh, met each other and not, well, of course, we uh, spoke more about these subjects. And then when this happened, we were also like, hmm, okay, you know, we had more time to invest into it. Mm -hmm. And that was actually something we were very happy about. And of course there are negative things, but guys, just let's shift to the positive. Yeah. You know, I actually have the feeling that this made me realize a little bit more like, go to the positive side, you know, there's enough uh, shit going out there, it's happening, you know, and why not just be positive by myself and not by everything that's happening? Yeah. Yeah. I think that yeah. that's something I want to give to everyone. But that's, of course, something you have to be... Um, Open how to. How do you say it? Yeah. Yes, exactly. But and yeah. I think everyone has their own time for that. Yeah. yeah but I want to say to you guys, try to... Um, reflect on the positive things that happened in the last half year, I believe. Yeah. And, and we can just touch happy. base on that more uh, yeah. in a later episode. Yeah. And I actually wanted to well, touch base on one little topic that is the topic for next week's episode as well, but just give a little, I guess, sneak peek on what I want to talk about uh, with you next week. Yeah. Um, and that's climate change. And in this episode, we can, you know, I want to touch base a little bit about how this affects the fashion industry as well, because it goes kind of hand in hand with the coronavirus in a way, because now that we like use less transportation and a lot of people stay home, we've noticed a kind of a change, a shift in like climate change in a a positive change Um, but the thing is with climate change what I wonder because of global warming you know the weather it's it's just so fucked like the weather gets more intense but overall um, the temperature temperature wow that's a difficult word uh, gets warmer you know overall like the seasons are 
less harsh i guess they kind of like flow into each other more like the difference between seasons is way less significant and this makes me think how will this affect the fashion industry and like the seasonal collections because if there are no seasons and if it keeps going like this then eventually there will just not really be seasons anymore as we know them yeah and how is that gonna affect you know that is gonna affect the fashion industry because if there are no seasons and no seasonal collections then trends are not really you know a necessity it's already not a necessity in my opinion but then trends aren't really you know necessary anymore if brands think that's necessary and that's the same that's why it kind of goes hand in hand with the restrictions regarding covid because now we're inside and we're not really like prone to keeping up with trends anymore but then with global warming and kind of is it the end of seasons i mean uh, eventually but there also won't be a lot of trends anymore so it kind of all these like restrictions and like events that are happening right now really force businesses to think about their whole like structure and the way they've been producing because if by external factors certain ways aren't possible anymore or aren't like profitable anymore they're just forced to change and that's why we also want to like kind of influence that so they can also think about the way they've been doing things and the way they can better themselves yeah if you see it like in a uh, how does how can i say this in a good way actually uh we were waiting with our change like too long and right now nature is like okay guys uh whatever you're doing i'm gonna make the change and you just have to follow me (laughs) yeah something i don't know i sort of have that feeling and i'm like yeah why not you know like you are just giving us something where we can do something with right now i don't know yeah i but that's a little bit the way i see it of course everyone can see it differently yeah but like i hope that there will be a lot of um nice and positive shifts because of this yeah I think we, we can just want to focus on like the the positive outcome of this. Yeah, definitely. Like we can make nice changes, you know. And that's also something that uh, we well, actually, I really like to. Um, how can I say this? Uh, learn more about like in the sustainable way. I also want to. Uh, by the way, guys, first go to our Instagram. That's something I want to say before. <laughs> that was like very out of the blue. But yeah, I know. Yeah. Sorry, but um, no. If you have like any ideas of, or if you have anything to say about this topic, um, you can of course go to our Instagram at the New Norm Official. It's yeah. We also, we found out how to do links in the description or like the details of this episode, so <laughs> that makes it a little easier. Yeah, and, and what yeah. I wanted to say was uh, something about like. What I, I also want to show you guys, and I believe you do too, mm-hmm. um, how we can go into the sustainable way of living yeah. without feeling the uncomfort of 
the change being pushed you know? out of your comfort zone. Yeah, zero. definitely. Yeah. Because the reason why I first thought about uh, sustainability, like the first time I really thought about the uh, new norm, you know, like mm-hmm. the the platform, and everything was based, was when a friend of mine said to me like. Oh, are you buying that vegan thing or are you buying that sustainable thing? Are you going to be one of those people who is, uh, you know, living in a tent and everything? And I was like, girl, I'm just, I'm just curious, you know? And she has still that stubborn vision of like, oh, it's weird and it's, you know, and I actually want to make like, make it easy or something. Your friend has an interesting voice. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Hello. Oh, my lord. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, she really talks like this. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, let's no, end yeah. the episode uh, on that note. Yeah, let's do that. I think um, what I wanted to say is to you guys, if you do have nice subjects to talk about, if you think mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, I want to hear something about that, you can always uh, contact us on our Instagram Let's say it yeah. again. The new norm official. Yeah. Not separate, but like together. And um, and you can also do that in the form of a review. We would really appreciate that. Um, yeah. So I think we should uh, end this episode. And I want to say yeah. thank you, everyone, for listening. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening. So yeah, we'll see you next week when we dive deeper into climate change and the global effects of this uh, this issue. Yes. Well, thank you for uh-huh. listening, guys. Yeah. And see you next week. Zou ik hem uitzetten?